going to start with cognitive behavioral therapy um, or CBT. So the main premise and process are that thoughts drive one's feelings and behaviors, not external events, people, or circumstances. As one changes his or her thoughts, one can feel better despite what the situation is or what one does or does not control. The therapist helps identify the client's negative or distorted thoughts and modify these dysfunctional patterns of information, processing, and behavior. The therapist helps to reinforce coping skills learned in therapy and help clients prepare for stressful situations that might trigger the return of symptoms. So this is something that I worked on with a client last week a lot. Um, The... And I think that this just makes sense um, because he was having very, very negative thoughts. And we went through kind of his what his thought process looked like throughout the day and what kinds of things he was telling himself. And they were extremely negative. Um, so we went through and tried to adjust those. So some of the important concepts include that automatic thoughts are frequently based on faulty logic or errors in reasoning and can lead to cognitive distortions, which include all-or-nothing thinking, personalization, ignoring the evidence, and overgeneralization. And schemas or core beliefs can be either adaptive or maladaptive. Some of the common techniques are as follows. I'm not gonna go through each one right now, but they will come up when we do the flashcards. So we have Socratic dialogue, self-monitoring, behavioral rehearsal and role-playing, problem-solving skills, modeling, decatastrophizing or what if, reattribution, redefining, decentering, stress inoculation, cognitive restructuring, systematic desensitization, homework, behavioral experiments, psychoeducation, bibliotherapy, and cognitive reframing. All right, so this is CBT quiz number one. Question number one, a behavior that is blank will occur more frequently. The correct answer is reinforced. Number two, oftentimes in dysfunctional families, blank are reinforced by attention or concern. And this one is negative or maladaptive forms of communication. So oftentimes in dysfunctional families, negative or maladaptive forms of communication are reinforced by attention or concern. Number three, cognitive behavioral family therapy differs from basic behavior therapy and its emphasis on thought processes. Number four, in addition to teaching parents to eliminate the contingencies that maintain negative behaviors, Cognitive behavioral family therapists also teach parents to reinforce behavioral patterns that are incompatible with negative behaviors. Number five, blank is a term used in cognitive behavioral family therapy 
to describe an event whose contingent withdrawal increases the rate of responding. And this correct uh, one is negative reinforcer. So negative reinforcer is a term used in cognitive behavioral family therapy to describe an event whose contingent withdrawal increases the rate of responding. Blank consists of gradual exposure to a feared situation while pairing it with relaxation, and that would be systematic desensitization. Cognitive behavioral theory states that our interpretation of other people's behaviors affect, affects our responses to them. Number eight, one of the areas on which cognitive behavioral family therapists focus their interventions is skills training. Blank is a term used in cognitive behavioral family therapy to describe an event, behavior, or object that increases the rate of a particular response, and that term would be reinforcement. And number 10, cognitive behavioral family therapy was developed from which theory? And that theory would be behaviorism. CBT quiz number two. Classical conditioning, this is the answer. Um, So classical conditioning is often used in cognitive behavioral family therapy to treat anxiety and sexual dysfunction disorders. Next question. Negative tracking can be evidenced by which client statement? The answer is, my parents only notice me when I'm doing something wrong. So... In negative tracking, the client believes that he or she is only tracked or recognized when something goes wrong. So it's not just that he or she's doing something wrong. It's also about when and how he or she gets noticed. Positive reinforcer is a term used in cognitive behavioral family therapy to describe an event whose contingent presentation increases the rate of responding. So again, that is positive reinforcer. Um, It's used to describe an event whose contingent presentation increases the rate of responding. Oftentimes in dysfunctional families, blank are reinforced by attention or concern. This is the second time I've seen this question, but the answer is negative or maladaptive forms of communication. So those are reinforced by attention are concerned sometimes um, and it causes some dysfunction in the family. According to cognitive behavioral family therapy, many family problems are caused by irrational beliefs and unrealistic expectations. Therefore, by refuting, revising, and replacing these beliefs with more functional ones, the overall quality of family time and family relationships may improve. Jamie is beginning to reiterate how he is useless and not able to perform up to standards. He starts using the words should and can't. You begin to share tools for thought stopping. That's the correct answer. Uh, Thought stopping is designed to help individuals with negative self-thought cycles become equipped to stop the negative self-talk coming 
stop themselves and recalibrate what's happening. John continues to see his son as the problem within the family system. A cognitive behavioral therapist attempts to get John to rethink the problem by blank the issue. It's by relabeling the issue. The rational emotive approach to cognitive behavioral family therapy focuses on individual interpretations of events that occur in the family. So this one was, I think, kind of tricky because you would assume that it would be emotional and they gave a few answers that had the word emotional in it because it is rational emotive Um, but no it's about the individual interpretations of events alright one of the goals of cognitive behavioral therapy is to and the answer is bring automatic thoughts into awareness and the last one Cognitive behavioral family therapists consider healthy families to be, and the answer is, able to cope with problems as they arise. Alright, so these are the cognitive behavioral therapy flashcards. Um, We have cognitive reframing, which is just changing the rational thought um, and trying to see a positive way of viewing things. Um, So, for example, you could reframe what you perceive as an unkind act as a lack of understanding. Cognitive restructuring involves identifying, challenging, and changing faulty beliefs and distortions and thinking through examining logic, testing the truth of the thought or belief, and finding alternative explanations. This commonly involves, quote, looking for evidence of whether the thought or belief is true or false with a logical analysis of, quote, evidence for and, quote, evidence against. So I think this is a really good one to say that, um, you know, I I automatically think of racism. To say that another race is not as blank then, so say not as smart, um, you know, you could go through and find people of that race who have made very um, large accomplishments and achievements. Covert extinction. This involves linking an anxiety-producing stimulus with an imagined punishment. So this makes me think of D.A.R.E. And again, this is called covert extinction. Um, It reminds me of D.A.R.E. because covert is kind of like hiding. Extinction is like making it go away. Um, So it's like it's doing it kind of like underneath the surface. But um, yeah, they when they showed us... Oh, wait... Not dare, I'm sorry. Um, They had these, like, wrecked vehicles that they would set up at our high school every once in a while. And I know they did this um, throughout St. Louis. And they would write something on there. It it made it feel very real. Like, it was, you know, they would put it there on a Friday, maybe. um, Just as a reminder. Like, you, this could be your car and basically you could be dead. So, just the whole... 
drinking and driving and pairing that with that actual visual um for me I just remember thinking my gosh like anytime I thought about drinking and driving like when I was in high school it was an immediate kind of like fear reaction um and I stayed away from that so decatastrophizing or what if um that's when you say what if it what if the worst does happen and then you come up with coping strategies for if that did happen um so say what what if or i mean what's the worst thing that could happen tomorrow at your job interview well honestly i could completely forget how to talk okay well what would happen if that i mean well i guess you could just get up and walk out and you know write write him a letter just say is stating whatever you're just kind of explaining that's it and then you move on so i like that decentering um is interesting and very helpful with clients who have anxiety um it takes the focus off of themselves um it's a technique to set up experiments to challenge the client's belief and assist them to see that others are not focused upon the client, but rather daydream, attend to children, drive, bite their nails, or whatever the situation discloses. Homework, that's just when you do things um, outside of therapy. Modeling, we know that. Um, I mean, modeling, just doing it, and then they see it, and then they want to do it. Um problem-solving technique. This is when the counselor teaches the client problem-solving skills and an identified problem described in clear, concrete, goal-oriented terms is explored by generating solutions to the situation, evaluating each potential alternative for short and long-term consequences, and finally, selecting a course of action and following up on the course of action after implementation. I don't know who wrote this, but this is, like, the weirdest. Like, why would this even be a flashcard? Um, just sounds, like, super intense. Okay, psychoeducation. It's providing them with a client with information. Um, parenting skills, smoking, medication management, those kinds of things. Reattribution. This technique takes a situation and examines the automatic thought by considering alternatives for the event under consideration. So, for example, say a client gets, like, really anxious when um, their significant other doesn't respond. Or let's say they're, like, dating around and that's something that's keeping them from going, like, having more of a long-term relationship because they get super paranoid um, when the person doesn't get back to them. So instead of sitting there thinking that when the significant other or the person that they're dating, um, is ignoring them, you would think of all just what, what ifs, like maybe they're, um, maybe they slept in this morning, maybe they're on the phone, they're probably in a meeting and I mean, don't go like making excuses or anything, but also just because someone doesn't answer, doesn't mean they're like, you know, writing a hate book about you. So that was reattribution. Redefining involves assisting the client in making the problem more specific, concrete, and individual to the client's behavior. 
So an example is restating, nobody notices me to, I need to reach out to others. Um, I mean, this is just studying, so I'm not going to, like, say my opinion on things, but, and I don't want to confuse anybody. <laughs> okay, this is role-playing. This is when you, pro- you practice doing things, pretty much. Self-monitoring or diary work used to document the degree and amount of targeted thoughts and behaviors occurring between sessions or during a given event or time frame. Socratic dialogue. This technique involves the use of questions to point out the client's maladaptive thoughts and stuck points. Primary categories of questions are clarification, i.e. can you give me an example of what you mean? Probing assumptions, Probing reasons or evidence, i.e. what evidence supports your position. Questioning viewpoints or perspectives, i.e. what are the pros and cons of this path. Analyzing outcomes, i.e. what are the implications of making this change. And questions about questions, i.e. what would getting an answer, regardless of the outcome, mean to you. Stress inoculation. This technique combines relaxation skills with self-talk, role-playing, rehearsal, and or systematic desensitization to help individuals master highly stressful events or circumstances. The primary categories are 1. Preparation for the stressor, 2. Confrontation and direct management of the stressor, and or 3. Coping with the stressor, and 4. Reinforcement. And again, that is stress inoculation, combining relaxation skills with self-talk, role-playing, rehearsal, and or systematic desensitization. All right. And then systematic desensitization involves the pairing of relaxation with exposure to something the client reports as stressful. The client is taught to relax in response to the anxiety-producing situation, altering the previously paired response. And that is a wrap.